0: I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your health care provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well hello everyone, how you doing? Here we are Monday, July 4th. I hope everyone has a safe, a very safe night with fireworks. Enjoy yourselves with your families. So tonight should be a good night for all of us. And just put your pain away on the back burner for right now. So you can enjoy tonight. And enjoy this day so today's episode is going to be about 10 foods to help beat rheumatoid arthritis inflammation now I know I've talked about this before um, in one of my later um, episodes but the reason why I'm doing this again because things change and there's always some that are added or some that are taken away so better that it is for me to give you the update of the most recent foods I found a more recent article on this subject, and this is, again, from Everyday Health, their website, which I'll post on my Facebook page. The most troubling symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis is pain, stiffness, and swelling. They stem from the same source, inflammation. So what do you do? A study published in April of 2021 showed that patients with rheumatoid arthritis and significantly more pro-inflammatory diets, and those individuals with RA who were able to lower diet-associated inflammation between 2011 and 2017 were also able to maintain a low disease activity. That particular result was extraordinary, strong, and consistent as in indicated by more than 3.5 times greater odds of maintaining good control over the disease compared with those who did not adopt a more inflammatory, anti-inflammatory diet. So, is there such a thing as joint-friendly food? Although the compounds in many foods are said to improve RE symptoms, more research is needed to determine how much... those compounds would have to be eaten to derive the benefit what scientists know for sure is that there are important links between your stomach and inflammation and what western diets with their emphasis on the fast cheap and highly flavorful creations the conditions for diseases like RA tend to flourish it's certain for starters that obesity is a risk factor for inflammatory conditions Body fat generates substances that generate inflammation, and the more fat there is, the more inflamed the body will be. In addition, the foods that lead to obesity, ones in high-fat, sugar, salt, and processed ingredients are known to to, uh, increase inflammation. Also, scientists are increasingly finding out more about the ways that intestinal bacteria imbalances which may result from high fat low nutrient foods contribute to these conditions so what is an anti-inflammatory diet with that said changing your diet probably won't reduce inflammation enough for you to forego other ra management treatments but it can help reduce the amount of medication needed and the side effects of the medication so one of them is um, olive oil they work in much the ways insects do. Researchers have become interested in anti-inflammatory benefits of olive oil because people who eat at a traditional Mediterranean diet which is rich in olive oil seem to have fewer health conditions related to inflammation such as de- degenerative joint disease and diabetes. Researchers have found a compound in extra virgin olive oil appears to suppress the same pain pathway as insects do, such as ibuprofen, which makes it a great olive oil for use with cooking foods or in recipes that, like salad dressing, is part of your daily management plan when living with pain. Number two, vitamin C is important for tissue repair. Vitamin C is a dietary uh, component necessary for the synthesis of collagen, which helps build and repair blood vessels, tendons, ligaments, and bone. And is therefore helpful for people with osteoarthritis. Aim for a total vitamin C intake of 75 milligrams per day for women and 90 milligrams per day for men, the current U.S. recommended dietary allowance. And if you're pregnant, aim for 85 milligrams, and if you're lactating, 120 milligrams. Citrus foods such as oranges, grapefruits, lemons, and limes are rich in vitamin C and are also good sources of inflammation-fighting antioxidants, which are beneficial for those with rheumatoid arthritis. Citrus, however, may interfere with the body's ability to produce certain RA medications. If you're taking meds that can be affected by citrus, you may need to get vitamin C from other sources, such as tomatoes, peppers, melons, strawberries, kiwi, or potatoes, a half a cup of cooked broccoli, example has over half of the recommended vitamin c daily value another option is to avoid taking your medication with citrus juices instead have the juice or citrus fruit at another time of the day and talk with your health care provider to figure out what's best for your diet and medication routine number three so it's sunday morning right now i kind of wanted to get this um this episode done before 4th of July in case we've got something going on, but uh, let me continue on. Number 3, Inflammation Fighting Potential. So Some doctors recommend that you make one or more servings of fresh or frozen berries, such as blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, blackberries, or huckleberries, part of your daily diet. These little fruits pack powerful antioxidant compounds, which fight inflammation and cell damage. The amount and combination of the compounds vary by the type of berry, and there, there are so many uh, different varieties that you can make that your, your goal to use. Number four, carrots pack anti-arthritis vitamin A and beta-carotene. Add carrots, squash, and sweet potatoes to your anti-arthritis shopping list. These and other orange-hued vegetables are rich in vitamin A and beta-carotene both of which are believed to fight inflammation. Cooking seems to increase the availability of these compounds. For the biggest benefit, eat these vegetables on a regular basis in recommended serving sizes rather than overdoing it by eating them in large quantities. A serving a single serving of carrots is a half a cup, or about one large carrot or seven to ten baby carrots. Number five Whole grains may help you lose weight and lessen pain. I like that one. I might have to try this. Much has been made of the health benefits of whole grains, and for good reason. Whole grains are simply grains that will have all three parts of the original grain, the bran, which is the outside, of the endosperm, and the germ. Whole, whole grains are better sources of fiber and other important nutrients such as selenium, potassium, and magnesium than refined grains. In addition, a diet rich in whole grains has also been linked to better weight control, which can help reduce pain and symptoms of RA. So, switch from white bread to whole bread or whole wheat and from regular pasta to whole grain. I know it doesn't taste that great. I've had it before, but if this is going to help me lose some weight and reduce some of my pain, this might help. Um, It should read 100% whole wheat or have the whole grain stamp from the ways Whole Grain Council. Also, add other whole grains to your menu, like a bowl of oatmeal in the morning or a bulgur salad at night. What is that? Bulgur? Never heard of that. Number six, ginger. Spice up your dishes to turn down the flame. Uh, That's another thing I might have to get into. Like onions, ginger contains compounds that function in much the same way as anti-inflammatory drugs such as aspirin and ibuprofen. These versatile roots add flavor too. Add fresh peeled ginger to stir fries. Eat pickled ginger along with salmon or sushi. Or puree some and add it to an acorn squash soup. Ginger supplements can also help reduce inflammation. But check with your doctor before taking them. Too much ginger can lead to the thinning of the blood, which can be dangerous if you are taking certain drugs, like warfarin. It can also decrease blood sugar levels, raising the risk of hypoglycemia. In addition, ginger may lower blood blood pressure, which could affect those with high blood pressure medications. Well, that takes me off. I can't take it now. Number seven, pineapple. This fruit's enzymes can decrease swelling. Pineapple is rich in vitamin C and the enzyme Rololene, which has been linked to decreased pain and swelling in both osteoarthritis and rheumatoid arthritis. So add this t- uh, tropical fruit to your diet every chance you get. Try it cubed in a fruit salad, baked in savory dishes, blended into a smoothie or added to stir fries to give a sweet and sour zine. Bromelain is also available in supplement form, but check with the doctor before taking it because it can increase the risk of bleeding, especially if you also take blood thinners you know, such as aspirin. bromelain may also interfere with the action of antibiotics and sedatives. You now, they're making all these things sound great, but then there's those cautionary issues that you need to watch out for, which a lot of us already have, so, you know, how's this going to help us to take and improve those issues we may have? Number 8. The Indian Spice Turmeric Contains curcumin, a natural occurring polyphenol. A study published in September of 2015 in the Food Chemical Toxicity, or Toxicology, Suggested that the curb cumin has antioxidant and anti inflammatory properties. The jury is still out on how much is needed to get the beneficial effect, but why not add it to your cooking to zazz up your flavor? Number nine, green tea, which may soothe your joints. Green tea has an abundance of cheek that interrupt the Expression of inflammation. Its effect on rheumatoid arthritis has been long studied. One such study in uh, published in August of twenty seven from the TAP reported that the consumption of green tea offers an overall anti inflammatory effect. However, most studies found a higher intake of green tea was associated with lesser disease activity. That sounds good, but I don't like tea and i don't like coffee i don't drink either one of them so i'm out on that one number 10 cherry juice may increase antioxidants a study published in the journal of functional foods found that the consumption of a tart cherry juice reduced levels of uric acid and increased specific um, types of antioxidants in the bloodstream but more research is needed to determine how much cherry juice one must consume to achieve the benefits? Though, in moderation, it is a healthy food, so drink up. Add it to a seltzer of fresh meat libation instead of sodas. And that includes that part of the talk here with this episode. But I want to add on something because I still got a little bit more time. I want to add on something that has to do with rheumatoid arthritis. Five summer activities that won't hurt hand joints and wrist and may even help. When the weather warms up and the days are long, most of us want to spend as much time outside as possible. And if you suffer from hand and joint pain, you absolutely don't have to sit on the sidelines while everyone else is having fun. The mental health and physical wellness benefits of being outside are well documented. Whether you want to enjoy the pool, a backyard barbecue, or an afternoon of cornhole, almost any activity can be modified to accommodate people with jo- with hand and joint health issues. And here's a list of some of the things that they say that you can do: keep your joints feeling good at the pool or the beach. Nothing chills you out quite like a quick dip, and moving in water is kind to achy joints. The pool is great for swimming, walking back and forth or any kind of upper or lower body exercise. Pool and beach games with the kids or grandchildren are also joint health winners. Try playing ring toss or diving for pennies. If you have a pool noodle, you can squeeze it for hand strengthening exercises. It's a great way to focus on fun and not exercise so much. Next, play ping pong or beanbag toss, but protect your hands and your wrists. These Popular uh, backyard games are a great pastime for people of all ages and abilities. If you have had hand pain, look for firmer beanbags. Some can be squishy, but the ones that are more filled are easier to grip. And if you want to join in a game of paddleball, ping pong, or badminton, the doctors say to look for paddles and rackets that have an enlarged handle with longer or wider grips So it makes it easier to uh, hold on to. Next is ditch the screen and unwind with a board game. Old school games like checkers, jigsaw puzzles, and scrabble may seem like indoor activities. Particularly after two years of a pandemic that kept us all inside far more than we ever wanted to be. But you can bring them out to your patio or picnic table while you safely soak up a little bit of vitamin D. The pieces with checkers and and scrabble are small and light, and there's no reason for people with joint pain not to play games like that. Classic games are also a good reminder that stepping away from your computers and phones is a great way to connect with friends and family and avoid further discomfort that's associated with too much screen time. Another thing you could do is gardening. Flower therapy is healing, even if it's not always easy on the joints. But gardening can be tailored for people who live with hand and joint pain. Gardening is one of the most modified things you can possibly do. Use containerized raised beds, which are elevated, and put much less stress on your body. But if you're a more comfortable sitting, it's important to choose a raised bed that allows your body to directly face the plants. If you are twisting your body to access the planter, you are harming your body even more. Be sure to take breaks. And when it comes to pulling weeds, timing is everything. Do it after it has rained, when the ground is a little softer, and use pads or a rolling seat. And most doctors recommend using a hose with a spray nozzle that doesn't require squeezing and look for lightweight, rechargeable hoses that are easier to maneuver. And finally the last thing, cooking can be joint friendly when you grill. Doesn't everything taste a little more delicious when it's cooked outside? Firing up the grill is also great for people with joint pain because they're less heavy lifting and clean up. on the cob, for example, can be cooked quickly without having to lift heavy pots of boiling water. You can also Use lightweight foil and recyclable pans on the grill so you don't have to scrub pots and pans. And when it's your turn to be the grill master, look for tools, tongs, and spatulas with longer and wider handles that are easier to manipulate. And that concludes this episode. That's all I have for you. I just want to uh, just confirm and to let you guys know that you guys are great. I'm so thankful that I'm able to bring this information to you in a, a format that helps the people that are on this Facebook page to overcome and to get more answers that they need that they haven't found about neuropathy and other chronic pain issues. Finally, you guys have a great day today. It's Monday, 4th of July. Please be safe. Be with family. Enjoy the day and don't think about the pain that we're always in. And I will see you next Monday. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, Whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.